And I think the first two pages caught me because they said anybody can, this isn't just for yeah. the odd person. Everybody has the capability right. to do this. You just have to hone the skill, right. practice it, whatever. Right. And I agree. Not a lot of people know how to connect to yeah. being guided yeah. because we're still making the decisions in the guidance. Right. You know, it's, when I ask for that guidance, I surrender and I say, hey, I don't know the answer to this. I don't know what's going on. And then I listen for, oh, I'm supposed to pick up the phone and phone Alana. Oh, I'm supposed to actually walk out the door. Oh, I'm supposed to not go to that event. I'm not supposed to phone that business call back. I'm supposed to reschedule Mm -hmm. that call, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. So it's still my action in the surrender, but the action is coming from me, right. the higher power, superpower, supernatural, mm-hmm. God, all of the things that we're guided by mm-hmm. to lead us mm-hmm. in that. I hit play without her knowing I was going to hit play. Here we are, starting again. So, this is another special because I'm still in this beautiful paradise right now. Yes. And, um, yeah, we're just hoping to have some inspiration. We always have inspiring conversations, but we're like, we got to turn it on. We got to take a, we got to do a podcast one more before I leave. And so... We were just kind of, which always, we just kind of tune in to like, what are we feeling inspired in? What do we feel like talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things that has been really relevant to me in my life right now, personally, um, and probably for a while, but just really come to terms with it, is this concept of surrendering, um, which isn't the same as like the white flag. I surrender, like give up, like when we feel like, you know, being taken over, like I'm surrendering a battle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like redefining that really for mm-hmm. me in my life. So I was just reading this from my journal that I wrote the other day. Um, and Chris was like, hey, yeah, you should start with why that. Why don't you start with that? Because, it, I mean, that's what happens with us at this point too. Um, that's the point, <clears throat> excuse me, the point is we start talking about a topic that's relevant and pertinent to what's going on in our life and and then we chat about it, and then there might be some gems in there for other yeah. people. So I asked Lana if she would just read it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, I'm, I, I always I love journaling, but I don't do it often. But when I do, I'm like, usually, you know, like anything, it comes from the heart. So I just wrote, um, <clears throat> surrendering is not the same as giving up or resigning. It is letting go of all that we don't have control and having faith God will work it out in our favor, even if we, it doesn't look the way that we think it should. It means stopping the insanity of trying to control a situation to get an outcome that you don't get to decide on. Our ego would rather give up or resign because that means we can emotionally close off. But to surrender means we're still in it, vulnerable in it, but trusting that we're going to be okay. And, and it's not just okay. We're going to be great. So surrendering to life, love, and, and God is kind of where I had left that. And I think when I wrote that, like if I could describe 
what's maybe brought me to that. I mean, I think the last couple of years, as probably for many people, it's been rough. It's been tough to like, you know, go through maybe where you thought your ideal path or what you kind of were doing. And COVID really turned that upside down for I think a lot of people. But for me, it kind of started professionally. I've worked really hard and, you know, to really advance my practice and my career. And and then I was faced with that kind of decision of like, that could all be taken away from me um, without any wrongdoing, without anything, just because my own personal convictions and my choices for myself. Um, and it was heartbreaking, like like a grieving process, but what it brought me to was just that surrendering to the fact that I actually don't have control over that. And so if, if I surrender to it, it's different than me giving up and saying, I'm leaving, I'm out, I'm quitting my career, I'm doing something different, um, which, you know, sometimes people have to do that. It was more like <clears throat> surrender the fact that I'm still here, I'm still vulnerable in it, I still don't, you know, things have shifted in COVID, but there's still a lot of uncertainty. Um, surrendering to the fact that I have to trust that I didn't choose this path, you know, God didn't lead me to this path to be, you know, suffering. So trusting that it's going to be, it's going to work out perfectly, not just okay, but work out perfectly. Yeah, I think the, um, when we talk about, <laughs> and sometimes I wonder if the word surrender is a little bit of a confusing definition. It is. Definition, yeah, I think so. You know, because it's a confusing Because sure. really it's, it's uh, it's handing it over. It's saying, hey, yeah. this isn't mine to decide. Yeah. This is not, uh, I get to actually let my higher self, my, my, the universe, mm -hmm. God, whoever, whatever, whatever that is, mm -hmm. we all know what that is for ourselves. Right. Um, guide us in the decisions and, but at the same time, actually walking that out. Right. Is, is, you know, walking walking the decisions out is really a vulnerable, vulnerable thing because we we have to let go of the mm -hmm. outcome. We have to let go of what happens, and and it's like, okay, well, if I if I walk if I make this choice, this is where right. I I lose, right? And I don't know what is to fill in that gap. I don't know right. what is going to actually evolve, evolve, change, whatever right. to 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 bring more if there was to be more. Mm -hmm. And you have to just be okay, but there might not be more. Like it's just a, the uncertainty. Of the it uncertainty, all. yeah. But trusting and having faith that it will. I mean, that's what faith is: is believing in the unseen. So believing that even if it doesn't look the way we think it should look, that I have faith that it will it will be great. Well, here's unreal. Here's what's unreal: <laughs> is if somebody actually turns around and says, "You know what? If I actually just go point by point in my entire life until today." and look back at the times mm -hmm. I did that mm -hmm. and what came from that yeah. was always yeah. something better. Always yeah. right. something better. Well, and I, I think that's, that's actually, I think, the way God works. I mean, I think that's the way mm -hmm. it's, we're, we're always trying to control it all. And then when it doesn't work out, we're suffering because we're trying to control something we don't have control of. And that's where... I mean, the supernatural always works in the areas we don't have control. True. Right? right. And then we're always, like, blown away because it's like, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, because we could have never done that on our own. Yeah. But yeah. it's hard to get 
think for me, which was like mind blowing, was I equivalented surrendering and letting go to to disconnecting, to disassociating, oh, to relinquishing. Yeah, like the whole concept. Yeah. Not like how do you still be in a situation that's not perfect, that's not sorted out, that's uncertain. Um, and still have all your chips on the table, but surrendering to the parts you don't have control over. Like, that's a hard place to be. Often, we just want to be like, okay, sure, I'll give up. I'll give up. So I'm out. I'm either emotionally out, I'm physically out. And so then we're just basically waiting to wrap it up. And we're actually closing ourselves off, I think, from the miraculous in that moment of seeing how... God wants to work with that, right? Like I I didn't, that that yeah. didn't connect to me. And I mean, I've definitely looked at letting go before. And large intestine is all about letting go energetically. So I've definitely looked at that. I've always had digestive stuff in my weak spot. That's where I hold my stress. But I didn't, I don't, it's just like I've uncovered a new level of understanding mm. in that. Yeah. Um, which is vulnerable and humbling like it is really not an easy place to be no I think the <clears throat> it isn't it's not an easy place to be but and I guess that's what I was going to was the practice of mm -hmm. relaxing into right instead of surrendering instead of letting go mm -hmm. it's relax into being held mm -hmm. and moved through right. I read a book when I was like 15 years old, I think, 14, 15 years old, that said it was basically just how, it was, I think it was called The Power of Your Intuition. Um, but it's really how do I discern? How do I discern? Because it's me making the decisions. The fact that you're reading that book when you're 15, the first of all, my book. <laughs> I wasn't doing that. <laughs> I was, what is intuition? Yeah. What is right. this? And I think the first two pages caught me because they said anybody can, this isn't just for yeah. the odd person. Everybody has the capability right. to do this. You just have to hone the skill, right. practice it, whatever. Right. And I agree. Not a lot of people know how to connect to yeah. being guided yeah. because we're still making the decisions in the guidance. Right. You know, it, when I ask for that guidance, I surrender and I say, hey, I don't know the answer to this. I don't know what's going on. And then I listen for, oh, I'm supposed to pick up the phone and phone Alana. Oh, I'm supposed to actually walk out the door. Oh, I'm supposed to not go to that event. I'm not supposed to phone that business call back. Right. I'm supposed to reschedule mm -hmm. that call, mm -hmm. whatever that is. So it's still my action right. in the surrender. Right. But the action is coming from me, right. the higher power, superpower, supernatural, mm -hmm. God, all of the things that we're guided by mm -hmm. to lead us mm -hmm. in that. But So honing the skill of intuition and our uh, being inspired, I call it being inspired. Wayne Dyer actually co coins this statement. I can't remember what book it was, but he, he said, um, to be inspired. Right. I can't remember. I can't remember. Somebody will quote it. Um, one of his, but he, he, I like how he says, um, inspired means to be guided by spirit. So right. to be in spirit, right. to be guided by you know, that. Which is actually, you said something that maybe I didn't think about for myself too, is that surrendering, maybe that's another way of explaining it too, is it's an active process, it's not a passive one. Right. 
Yeah. It's like that's what you're saying. Is yeah, it's active. It's not something that you're consciously... Like, okay, like I said, like I think that's where I was really like letting go is like this passive thing where we're just kind of stepping back. Yeah. Where surrendering is actually more of an active thing. You're still doing the things. You're still participating. You still have hopes and dreams and all those things. But it's letting go of the the holding on to, mm-hmm. trying to create this outcome, mm-hmm. um, and then it's insanity. Like like I wrote, it's freaking insanity. Yeah. Trying to hold that all and then move all the parts and pieces of which you don't have control over. And it's well, here's a good example of what's happening in my life and what I do. And I, I get excited when I feel inspired from a surrendered place because mm-hmm. I know it's miraculous information coming through what I do is I I journal I I will write and journal and then before I journal I just ask literally to be guided I just ask okay please guide guide my words guide my thoughts guide my whatever and I journal it journal it out in a vision I see you know I can see I I get you know it's people call it dream boards and visioning and all of these things but really it's letting the vision come through me and then writing it out mm-hmm. and writing it out in a way that <clears throat> so the example is let's say I have like at this point I've got to make some um, pivots and adjustments from mm-hmm. a career perspective as well money perspective right. um, living home ex- mm-hmm. you know perspective, lots of big decisions in the next two three four months um, <clears throat> and subsequent and it is letting go of things to let things come in and it's right. bringing things in to fill the space but I have it's best for me to for me not to choose that right it's best for me for me not to actually make those adjustments and decisions it's best for me to be guided in those adjustments right because it'll happen way better right. and in, in ways but there's definitely things where I'm like oh wow that's a big letting go that's a big surrendered back to I have no control over that and I know I have to make that decision and I don't know what comes from it except for loss. Right. Right. By making that decision. Those are the hardest That's the, ones. what you can see in the lens that you have. Yeah. It feels like if, I'm, if I go there, it's lost. Well, it literally yeah. is. It's conversations with letting go of partnerships and directions and houses. things I've cultivated. Yeah, houses, homes. <laughs> That's such a hard word. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So... So the, but the the confidence where I can actually feel in when I'm not anxious around it, when I'm not worried about it, where I can feel more confident in what's going to come from mm-hmm. it, is when I step back from making the decisions intellectually, and I just let myself be guided by it, mm-hmm. and literally take the steps that sometimes make no sense. Right. Make no sense. And maybe I'll be ridiculed, ridiculed by right. them. Maybe maybe people will think you're in my, I'm insane, you know. Right. Okay, fine. I kind of did a little bit when you were like, I'm selling all my things, and, you know, taking a storage locker and putting my stuff in, and I don't know where I'm going to be. I'm super inspired by it, but it's, I mean, I guess that's one of the reasons why we don't do it. It's counterculture. Part right. of it is I had to rip off the Band-Aid because... Yeah. I have been talking about having, um, you know, living in Canada and living mm-hmm. somewhere else 
getting rid of winter in my in this mm-hmm. physical body. This physical body needed to not have winter Which anymore. Which means I get to come wherever she is <laughs> in the winter, so it works for me. <laughs> that has been in the works for, and there's a yacht in the future, and I, I was like, I'm not going to have a yacht in Canada. So No, um, definitely not. No. So I'm like, how do I move towards the yacht? Right. Whatever. But I, I also then had things that were tying me to being dependent where I was. Um, then the gift of COVID showed up, of which made me really make a decision. Right. Um, like, wow, this place that's very comfortable isn't mm-hmm. feeling very comfortable right now. Mm-hmm. And where in the world at this Does point comfortable? would it be more right. comfortable, resourceful, right. whatever? Right. Not just for me, but for my friends and family, so people I love yeah. and whatever. Yeah. And projects and ideas and blah, blah, you know, vitality. So, but in that process, I was like, I've, I've been being guided this way for a long time. And the fear to even just do it is I've got to do this step to this step to this step. Right. My butt's going down. <laughs> but that means by the time I get to this step, I'm homeless. <laughs> Oops. Thankfully, I have people who love me. Yeah. And are, uh, you know, supportive in, support, in, supportive in, in my craziness, thankfully, and even for a short period of time. But even if not, mm-hmm. even if I didn't have that support, it was inspired to go that direction and be okay with, I don't know. Right. And you love having, oh. like we were talking about, like, what is it the hardest thing is you love having a home, like your sanctuary, your place of, like, yeah. refuge. And not having that consistency yeah. at a space, that's hard. Yeah, that's why I think homes are so dear to us, right? And even when we travel, it's like that bittersweet, hey, I don't want to leave, but I can't wait to go home. Yeah. And it's my bed. And True. I think part of that home part for me is the, the reliability, the stability, the consistency, the quiet, the sanctuary mm-hmm. is where I hear best. Mm-hmm. It's where I hear best to be inspired by. Right. I don't hear that in the chaos. I don't hear that by no. being distracted about human being, you know, right. being a human being and gorgeous places and all the... the it is gorgeous. <laughs> you know, I don't hear best being distracted that mm-hmm. way. So I kind of need the best of both worlds where I find that I find my guidance mm-hmm. in, in that sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have to create that wherever I go so I can continue to be guided. Right. And continue to surrender with confidence not that it always happens that way but man it's a huge practice right well and I think what I've recognized too and you said it um, what stops us is fear fear of it could be a number of things like when I think about for me fear fear of poverty Mm -hmm. right that fear of I've invested this much time and energy and money and this is you know the vision I have so then there's the fear of if I let that go. And then also sometimes that we talked about this this week too, is like you get so invested into something, the idea of taking a loss on something. Oh yeah. Right. Of just like throwing so it, you double down and you just, you keep putting it in, even though it's, you know, everything is pointed to the fact that you actually need to let it go, let it go. Yeah. Um, so I think there's that fear of failure, fear of, poverty, which 
it's totally irrational because every decision I've ever made, there's always abundance that comes with always. it. We just don't always know what that looks like, yeah. again, because we're surrendering to the process. Yeah. So I think the fear, and even I think fear of societal, well, I mean, like you said, how many people think I was crazy? <laughs> like, because there's this society of like, what do you mean? You've worked hard to get, you know, own property and a beautiful location like Kelowna, like that's valuable and it's only going to go up and like an investment potential and it's your home and you like do so many things with it. And you're being like, actually, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Like that's. And part of it also was that in that whole accomplishment, from a financial perspective, it, I had capped out at what I had the capacity to do, mm -hmm. and that's not from a logistics perspective, mm -hmm. not from a career perspective, but an energetic perspective. I'm like, why am I still at this spot? Why am I still right. at this spot? Why am I actually going into debt for my business? Why is my business upside down? Why are the loans getting higher yeah. and bigger and whatever? Maybe it's, maybe it's because I've... I'm here in this environment, and this environment needs to it's change. It's the only one that you're limiting yourself by that environment. By the, so to level up, right? To level up, take the environment out, use the capital to leverage it to get better, more, bigger, whatever. That actually was a big part of the inspiration. Was hey, there's a an opportunity. There's an opportunity presenting itself here to capitalize mm -hmm. on the investments that I had have mm -hmm. and shift and move them mm -hmm. and take that and move it but that means everything that I've worked for from an mm -hmm. asset perspective is now in cash right and now it's in cash and now I need to go figure out where to place it and then cultivate that mm -hmm. and cultivate that but I had to pull it out right. to move it back in um, that also meant that it you know a lot of the tangible assets my home my my community my place my whatever but a lot of the other things were pointing to this is what you have to do, Crystal. COVID, COVID's doing this. Community's yeah. doing this. Canada's doing this. And here's the other inspiration. I'm in a position in my life as a single woman with no kids and my focus in my career. I am 48 years old and I have a window um, of opportunity that a lot of my friends and family don't have as much as I do. Yeah. For you to do what I did. Betting it for me. For you to do it, exactly. <laughs> for you to do it, for my brothers to do right. what I did, for my other girlfriends to right. do what I did. It create a lot of instability in a lot of people, like, well, yeah, especially when you have children, right? 100%. Yeah. It, 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 wasn't, it hasn't been and wasn't mm -hmm. and isn't as easy. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, I think part of the inspiration was maybe I need to forge the way. And felt a little bit of that responsibility from an inspired perspective, not a you guys weighted, putting yeah right. weighted perspective. Yeah. It's freaking scary. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit! I don't know how to do this. Not sure what country it is. Uh, right. There's a bunch of things going on. Right. What investments do I put this capital into? It's all dissolved. Where's my mom gonna live? Like, how's my brother doing? Right. All this stuff that I had created as a stable environment, whew, mm -hmm. gone. You know, and even as we sit right now in right. this gorgeous, beautiful place and a gifted opportunity, <laughs> I think this is actually mm -hmm. dipping down. Mm -hmm. um, this is our improv makeshift <laughs> video for all you <laughs> with uh, imperfect lighting. Why don't you just recognize how imperfect I am right now, guys? Okay? Big move. Yeah. <laughs> My butt's going numb. 
but I lost feeling. We came back. <laughs> is um is actually that whole thing just being in in this environment also going reflecting even even so what I had planned for in the six months of vetting this whole thing right had we're supposed to be in the Bahamas right now. David, David <laughs> diverted, whatever, exactly. You had a flight to the Bahamas. If you only knew how many things we had to pivot this week, <laughs> one week of, hey, I got these plans, and yeah. then my flight's delayed, yeah. and weather delayed, and missed a day, and then, you know, the weather, oh, we got to be in this side of the island, and then this side of the island, and we're kind of like chasing the sun all week, and daily changing our plans. <laughs> surrender, surrender, surrender. Surrender over and over and over. There is a definite message in that. Very sure. true. And I think that's also, um, you know, as you said all that too, we had an interesting conversation this week as well where one of the gentlemen we were talking to was talking about um, the economy being just like that in that intuitive space of like when you make decisions like you're doing and feeling like, like again, I think about that in relationships that happens that we hold on to it, double down, but it's a, a lot of times investments financially mm-hmm. projects mm-hmm. you know that that <clears throat> rather than being honest with ourselves about the truth of the situation mm-hmm. we just keep pouring money into something or maybe that's a business of our own maybe it's an investment whatever it is something that we're like just if it just just but it's completely out of your control and if we just sometimes take the loss and follow the inspiration it's not a fight anymore, and it'll actually turn out way better. And we learned the lessons in the process that I think is necessary in any... I mean, I think about the business situations I've been that haven't turned out. Man, they were gifts. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it at the time. Mm-hmm. It was like, really? Yeah. But now that I you know, know what I've gone through, and again, out of my control, failed companies, um, you know, lost money, um, you know, I had to re- restart several times, and then early part of my career where I'm really trying to establish myself, they were incredible gifts. Mm-hmm. Like learning how to trust my intuition. Ask, you know, trust when you you have questions in your mind are valid, right? Mm-hmm. Things that we discredit ourselves with. So I just thought that with um it's so parallel in so many things in our lives. Yeah. And as much as I'm seeing that in my career and next steps and what that looks like and surrendering to it rather than trying to be like, okay, well this podcast is an example. It's not an A plus B plus C. It's not a matter of if I do this, then this happens. It's a, yeah. I just feel inspired and let's do it. Yeah. And the more that I do that in my life, it's vulnerable and scary. Yeah. But even in my relationships, in my family, my friends, the more that I'm surrendering to, I don't get to decide how this turns out. It's not just me mm-hmm. that gets to fix that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, absolutely. It, it, it shows up in every area of our life. And I just thought it was something that we don't often think about because I think we still think it's in our control a lot of the time. So if I just, which I would do, oh, if I just do it a little bit this way mm-hmm. or if I just, you know, grow a little bit more this way or if I just understand and then I'm just like, but it's, what if it's actually not in my capacity? Yeah. Maybe it's just, a t- maybe it, it's already done. Mm-hmm. Maybe the lessons are already done. Maybe the the pattern is already. It's like right. okay, I don't need to redo this over and over and over again. Right. You know. I think that's also where we have to listen. It is such an interesting process. I I think the 
vulnerability of being wrong, not being perfect, going, I thought it was this direction. Right. And when I always go back to mm-hmm. the mistakes, the imperfections, the thought I was wrong, the oops, the right. whatever, it's because I did it. Yeah. It's because I actually lent more on my intellectual side mm-hmm. than my intuitive yeah. side. And didn't needed it to work for some reason yes. intellectually. Yeah. 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 Now, there's lots to be said about planning things out mm-hmm. and taking those steps and walking through the actions. Perseverance and dedication. Oh, yes. Dedication and, and oh, commitment. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But there's always that question. Is this commitment or is this responsibility? Is this an inspired commitment or is this expectation right you know is this put on me or is this actually coming from me right right through me coming and sometimes that changes it maybe started Absolutely. one way started it yeah and then it shifted and that might just be a perspective that needs to be like evaluated or it might be just the reality of the situation so how how do you how do you plan to cultivate practice and be more in this place of surrender and mm-hmm. be guided and to let to let the abundance and the joy and the prosperity and the ease right happen. I was thinking about that because I was I was also writing my intentions for this week and I feel like I did really good on the top three. Relax, have adventure, support my adrenals. But the fourth one was get clarity on next steps. Which is exactly what you're asking me. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's been an element of struggling in that probably for the last few years of like, what is next steps? And what do I feel? Why don't I feel called to one thing? What, you know, like I feel like if I had that conviction, I'd be like, let's do it. Because I'm determined and I'm like, I, I have the ability to be perseverant and motivated in my back pocket. That's easy. The harder part was the surrendering. But what I, when I reflect on that, I think the thing for me is I got to be present, like in the moment, which means that's what I am when I'm journaling, that's what I am when I'm meditating, that's what I am when I'm praying. Yeah. I have to find consistent space to do that. And I intuitively know that because when I go away and I have by myself and I have that space, I'm like, I, rem- I get there again and I remind myself, like, oh, yeah, this is so good. You need to do this consistently. And then I go back to life, and I get in the distraction, and I get in the, the to-dos. Okay, can I can I give you some yeah. feedback at this point? Just really vulnerable, because I'm going to not throw her under the bus. She's but always throwing me under the bus. <laughs> just going to... You guys wonder, why did I choose you? <laughs> <laughs> we chose each other. Yeah, you yeah. throw me under the bus, you little brat. <laughs> so that's okay. why. That's totally And why. that's what I'm excited about, <laughs> is, you know, someone who can see me for my strengths and yeah qualities and whatever my weaknesses and lovingly say hey crystal what about this yeah we had a really good uh conversation the other day right (laughs) we we argue argue well (laughs) we do argue (laughs) oh yeah we debate well we argue well Mm. yeah we Mm. come true with love which is awesome yeah it's so good (laughs) (laughs) so uh but my my observation and here's the gift. We haven't spent this time mm-hmm. together, like, ever, 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 ever. And we've known each other for 17, 18 years. Yeah. And quality, like, every day, yeah. one-on-one. Yeah, it's, it's been great. so good. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, Alana does that. Like, <laughs> what, 
I didn't know that. What? What? <laughs> oh no, she sees this in me. I wonder what she's thinking. <laughs> Funny part, she points out things that she doesn't. That's true. I don't know that you ask me all the time, but where's it going? <laughs> and like, did you lock the door? Did the door lock? Did you lock the keys? And the one time I have the keys, she's like, did you lock the door? I can press it one more time. It'll be four. <laughs> so true. <laughs> but what I what I've noticed is you distract yourself from spirit by not being present. Mm-hmm. You, there's not. It's not often mm-hmm. that you'll leave yourself present. Yeah. Hundred, Grab your phone. We'll, we'll be. You, 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 typically, it's your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but. And it, again, a phone is a computer. It's not a, mm-hmm. you know, it's a whole bunch of things that we need. We're right. going to look up something, talk, right. whatever. But I thought my experience is, I'm like, oh, okay. And th- you were just talking about the practice of mm-hmm. yep. knowing what it takes for you to actually mm-hmm. let that guidance come through. Um, I've never, I've, I've, I guess I've realized this week that you're, you're quite in your head often mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's and when you aren't the inspiration and the gifts that you get to come through are profound mm-hmm. I'm like she should stay there more often yeah you know and I, my question is I wonder why you divert yourself mm-hmm. I wonder why you divert yourself mm-hmm. because you you do mm-hmm. well I wouldn't say well not consciously. unconsciously yeah, yes, unconsciously. Unconsciously, yeah. Um, I think there's currently habit yeah um, I'm going just intuitive here for a minute. Um, I think it's um, not that I, because my my desire is I want to be in that space. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of expectations I put on myself. Mm-hmm. I think it comes from that place. Whether it be oh I should do this, I should do that, I should 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 I should all over myself. <laughs> Um, So I think what happens is I'm probably really consciously thinking about, oh, I need to do this. I need to look this up for my kids. Oh, I forgot to schedule that appointment. I, oh, I need to cancel that appointment. Oh, I need to. uh, Oh, we need. I've been meaning to look that thing up. The hyper detailed stuff. I and this is something she didn't realize. I'm detail orientated. Very. So there's. I, I, I do pay attention to the detail, yeah. and that's part of just my personality, my nature. That's not something you can, you know, turn off. There's certain no. people who are one way or another. Um, but but I, I think it yeah. does then lend to get the in the way. That, yeah, yeah, it gets in the way. It means that I'm um, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And and I've thought about that too because I've tried scheduling it, like okay, at this time, I'm going to have, like in the mornings, I often, I have a block of time where I'll either work out or I'll take the dog for a walk or stretching or time to journal or have to, well, the journaling, the meditation is always at the bottom of the list, right? Um, And so I think I always want to do it in a place of inspiration, but I can't get inspired if I don't actually have the space to be inspired. Interesting. So... As much as I don't want to be regimented in that, because then when I'm regimented, like I said, I will have a tendency to probably do, like, go to the gym or something. 
Um, but if I, but there is a practice, so there is an element of a discipline that you have to do. I just, like I said, my last podcast, if you didn't hear, my nemesis is time always. So then I'm always like, um, I, I consciously don't want to schedule things because yeah. I feel so much of my life is scheduled. My most free, t- you know, spiritual freedom is when I can not be scheduled. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Um, I'll just give you an example. So I've been day trading, currency mm-hmm. trading, Forex, for a couple of years now. And in the last couple months, three, well, actually, you know, probably six months, uh, there's been some big turning points in my success within the mm-hmm. trading platforms. Mm-hmm. And one, one of the biggest things, and the reason why that I don't trade certain times, is because the success is profound mm-hmm. when I do certain things, and they're all set up. Right. They're the same pair, the same yeah. time frame, time zone. They're, um, I also have... Um, got up, mm-hmm. asked for guidance, journaled, mm-hmm. looked at the charts for a certain period of time, literally, literally put a timer on it, 30 minutes, you're not taking a trade for 30 minutes, no matter how great the trade is, right. whatever, and then got into it. And, and the success of that session right. is profound, unreal, right. every time. When you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. When I don't do those things, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It's definitely questionable. I'm anxious. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not sure. I've had taken lots of losses mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't trade mm-hmm. if I don't do it. So that's an example. And part of it, part of that process, has let me realize how significant that that guidance is in that. So when I'm distracted and I can't control the environment. Right. I can't control my time frame. I can't whatever. I literally will the 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 two main things that really are sh- are successful in that whole process is I take a breath mm-hmm. and I say, "Can you help me?" Mm-hmm. Can you help me? I'm I'm say, asking God, asking mm-hmm. the universe, asking, you know, my higher self. Mm-hmm. This isn't mine. Please just guide me. Mm-hmm. Guide me. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Guide me. I'm listening. My next step is yours. Mm-hmm. My next step is yours. Mm-hmm. That's it. Doing that consistently on the day to day, which we, I think we talked about and before. Not, not even it's not always having to take uh, alloc- mm-hmm. allocated time. It is that too, but it's also consistently through the day getting back into the present moment, reminding yourself that I'm here in this right now. Because when you ask for guidance, it means that you're open and receiving in that moment. Perfect you have example to is this podcast. For the yeah. first five minutes, I don't know if you noticed my face if you're watching the video, but I was blank. I'm like, I'm listening to Lana, and I'm not hearing anything <laughs> come through for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so grateful she's talking right now because she's inspired, and I, I'm just like, not got no, Not feeling it. No. So as you were talking, mm-hmm. I literally said, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Please guide me. Yeah. In my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Please guide me. And right. I'm like, okay, well, maybe there's some good stuff to come through. And no matter what comes from, right. I can feel the ease. Mm-hmm. I can feel me being more at ease in the moment, in right. the present moment. We were in the business, accidental business meeting on her holiday trip that we were here. I'm like, hey, do you mind if we go to this business meeting? It was a good lunch. Yeah, it was a good lunch. And, it, and um, even in that business meeting, I, was, um, I got stuck in being inspired to mm-hmm. respond to what was going on. And as I sat there, I 
I just literally ask, can, can you please help me? I'm listening, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that has been that practice, to not, not having to have the environment be perfect or whatever, mm-hmm. but just really reconnecting mm-hmm. and, and then letting it come if it's going to come. Mm-hmm. You know, and it does every time yeah. at some point. Well, because it, again, that's where intuition always is in the present. Not in the you thinking about what was just said or trying to think about what you're going to say next. It's actually just being in that moment. Um, <clears throat> otherwise, it's you know that's when it gets contrived, right? Yeah. I think the biggest part is is really just, and it was with a gentleman that I dated a couple of years ago. He was helping me understand a concept from a Christian perspective, um, and the concept was. Um, being, uh, what, what is it? Is it you? You can help me with mm-hmm. this, but, but it's the concept is that Jesus. Okay, I don't. And again, I I don't go to church, and <laughs> I'll help you. Through I'm it. reading <laughs> through the book called the Bible, <laughs> but um, piece by piece. But it's it's where uh, the Holy Spirit basically says, "I've got your back." Yeah. And you don't need to worry about it. Mm-hmm. I really, truly am taking care of you. Yeah. I'm, I guess it's maybe the hands yeah. or whatever, you know, the yeah. symbol of the hands. Yeah. I've got you held. I've got you held. There it's like it that, that, that um, footprints in the sand. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Where, why was there only two, there were two tracks, and then why was there all of a sudden one? Did you leave me? And he's like, no, that's when I was carrying Carry, you. Exactly, I'm yeah. carrying you. So when I say, when I say, can you please help me, guide me, whatever, I, I surrender to being carried. I surrender to being taken care of. Right. In the moment, not just necessarily on the yeah. big scale. Yeah. Big scene, big yeah. decisions, which sometimes that's necessary too. But then don't you think if you do that more consistently, you probably don't find yourself in situations where you have to have a big surrender. Absolutely. 100%. Where then it's like really vulnerable and hard because yeah. you've been listening all along. All along. Life is easier. The synchronicities for the... Yeah. You know, the, well, there's a couple of people that just came up, like, in talking about that. Um, great friend, Joseph Zoller, um, he's written quite a few books, though. Mm-hmm. One translated in English is The Art of Listening to Life, and uh, it's mm. all about the synchronicities and when we pay attention, then we, you know, life's a bit more like the subtleties versus, like, yeah, big waves, right? Because we're listening and looking for guidance all, all along. Which always means flow, and doesn't mean that we're not we don't go through hardship. But yeah. it means that how we go through it's very different because we're surrendering to the parts that's not for us to control. Mm-hmm. So I think you're you know you're right when you're doing that all the time, just surrendering to I don't know what to do right now, mm-hmm. I don't know what to say, I don't know how to answer this. Uh, like genuinely, authentically, help me. Um, a it gets you in the present which means you are more grounded, which means you are coming from more of that intuitive place, and you're being guided and led. Um, so so is there any... I guess I always like to think about, hey, here's the problem, here's the issue, here's the inspiration, mm-hmm. here's what I'm learning. How do I apply that? Mm-hmm. What do I... How do I practice that? So what is it what we... Like, we... How... I mean, this it. is what I'm... This is what I'm doing right now. I not think that's, that's good. Well, and that's just where... She's recommended a few times books by Robin Sharman. Robin Sharma. Sharma. Um, the, the monk who <laughs> sold, sold his Ferrari. Ferrari. 
Um, lead without a title. Yeah. Uh, There's one more too. The Saint, the Surfer, and the CEO. Right. So Love I've read, that I've read all of them. Yeah. Um, and they're great books. They're actually easy because they're stories, but they're very inspired. But the consistency, and now listening to all three books, is there's always, he talks about there is a discipline. And one that is consistently comes up is get up early. Yeah. Get, get on it early, um, which is hard for me. But that said, I actually have been making that yeah. conscious choice to change, not stay up late. And I think a long time it was because it was the only time in my day where I felt like it was mine. Like, I was done with, you know, work and being on for people all day and the staff and then I come home and it's my kids and then, you know, my husband wants some time and then I'm just like, okay, I just need me. Um, but coming to a place of like, no, I got to have me all throughout the day. It's not, I can't just put it like at the end of the day and think that that's going to be enough anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I don't feel like I need to have an hour or two at night, um, which means I can get up earlier, which means I can get at it and do those practices right which is things like meditation which is things like prayer which is things like just being quiet for me it's being in nature like I really feel connected when I'm around trees you know yeah. even being by the ocean this week I'm like yeah I love it but I love it when we're in the trees in the trees I think one of the things too is always why mm-hmm. so why would I get up early why would I create this discipline why do I want to do this why what is what is actually this for um, and getting it, like, instead of going, hey, this is a task at right. 6 a.m., at 5 a.m., or whatever it is, but as an example, is with the trading. As I started to do this, and, and the reward was huge, I get really excited about right. doing this right. because I know the reward. So part of it is journaling, potentially trying to reflect on all the times when that works for you. So that, so that there's an excitement around, I want to go to bed early, I want to get up early. And not that that's the solution for everybody, but... It's everybody's day is looks different, different, and when they yeah. do it, I think, I think I've read quite a few books on why they consistently say up in the morning is because you are the most mentally alert and present and revived, right? Your brain has yeah. rested over the night. If your hormones are healthy. Yeah. If your guts are healthy. And you're sleeping well. If your if your naturopath says, Crystal, you need to take a bunch of melatonin for ten days to change your circadian rhythm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So yes. The the nature of a healthy human being is your natural rhythm is that you are rested, clear, and available right. in the morning by the time the end of the day comes. If your adrenals are right, if your right. rhythms are right, if your body's healthy, then that's what's right. naturally going to go And the irony is the thing that's going to make them healthy is the discipline. I mean, because I'm always in this vicious circle of love. Well, I get up earlier, then I'm just more tired, and I need my sleep, because my sleep is what makes me feel refreshed. And I was feeling like it's a compromise, it's a compromise on my sleep. But, the, obviously, when you're doing the things that are nourishing you, energetically, emotionally, spiritually, that is part of the nourishment. It's not just sleep. Like, you know, why is it that we always say, you know, there's an average of what people need for sleep. Like, minimum six, ideal, would be between seven and eight. Like, most people, that's where they need to be. So when you're getting to eight and a half, nine, which is probably more, so where I'm at, I'm like, I'm actually getting more sleep than I probably even need. Um, And it's the way that I'm compensating for not having some of the other nourishment that I need. 
more because that seems just more it's easier and it's passive yeah it's not as active to like okay I gotta do this but yeah. I mean all week we've slept great we've gone to bed early most nights <laughs> and, um, and had you know probably eight hours sleep every day yeah. and felt lots of energy yeah. on yeah. yeah absolutely I think so in in sort of bringing this full circle and wrapping it up because her and I could if you don't know could talk forever and ever and ever like we do we do <laughs> literally it's been a week we have not we have not I'm like no we're never gonna run out of things no about, no um is uh, so going back to being being present to be able to be guided to consistently being present yeah even in the small moments not yeah. and then also the discipline and the practice of consistency around actually finding time for silence for and getting excited about being supported by life being supported by life being supported by God being being taken care of right. believing that you can yeah. be supported too I mean that's right. what faith is it I, is I, faith is an active process as well as much yeah. as surrender is an active process so is faith yeah. faith isn't just saying oh yeah whatever I believe that's going to happen it's then I'm taking steps believing that's going to happen it's like yeah. I'm investing my time my energy maybe my money believing in something yeah. uh, that I feel is guided in um, which isn't just me sitting back and saying okay I'll just I'll wait out until this manifests it's actually me participating yeah so in none of it is passive really true like in all of the it's things. not yeah it's all inspired action right it's all guided and inspired action mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's easy when it is. Right. Which is actually the opposite of full circle. Putting up the white flag <clears throat> and saying, I surrender. And now you get to, you know, I'm surrendering my will, my freedom, my whatever, right? We yeah. get that image of what surrendering maybe has been. But it's actually the active process of surrendering to that, which I don't have control. Right. Well, I'm really honestly... First of all, proud of you. Yeah, vulnerable today. <laughs> and um, looking forward to supporting each other in this process of surrender. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. And great. So, before I start crying and give this woman a big hug, we're going to say thank you for listening and looking forward to the next time. Talk to you soon. Bye.